When it comes to your education, there's no need to settle. Get the interactive and purposeful education that you and employers demand from Colorado State University Global Campus. You'll get personalized, career-driven learning created and taught by today's industry leaders. CSU Global was built to help students succeed with affordability, flexibility, and individualized support. It's time to expect better. Find your path to the career you want at csuglobal.edu. Where online education isn't another thing we do, it's all we do. Hi, I'm Mike Morales. You're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media. All of our platforms, I'm here in San Antonio, and that gentleman over there is... Rick Levy in San Diego. And Rick and I have been just traversing through the highlands with Terralta. Ah, look at that. You know, I got that too. That's just a website. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's... it's uh graphic on the website printed out on a card yeah i mean it's it's about as is it's about as informative as it can be but we've gotten a lot of inside information from from uh, felipe and uh you with felipe and me with the, the importer creo spirits who's been really thank you to creo spirits for for making this happen i'm really really happy about getting the whole entire line just when you think that this yeah. this Camarena can't come up with any more stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> he does, you know, and I, we've been pleasantly surprised with the entire line we've gone. This is a line. really exciting line. Yeah, it is. You know, um, I have to say, more than halfway through this line, I'm I'm a big fan. I I know, uh, you know, his his Artinome version was was really subtle. Uh, you and I have had pasote. You, myself, and Alex have, have all tried pasote. Uh, kind of leans toward the funky side of, of tequila. Yeah. And that but, was a, if I if I understand that correctly, that was a special profile he put together for three badge, and and that pasote is their brand. Hey, that you know, again, he had to come up with three different lines mm. and three different flavor profiles, and in several expressions of each line. You know, <laughs> and like, frankly, I think he could keep going. I he could keep going. I think he could do he this till. <laughs> did you ever did you ever see the movie uh, Multiplicity with uh, with with Michael Keaton? This is where he learns to clone himself, and every time because he doesn't have enough time to do everything, right? He can't be the dad and be the entrepreneur and be the husband, and so he finds a way to clone himself. But every time he clones himself. The clone gets a little dingier and gets a little weirder and gets a little. It, it, <laughs> and so finally, the last clone isn't even a shadow of what the real person is. And that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid he's going to turn into multiplicity. And so the final clone is just yeah. this happy guy who doesn't communicate. A, a photocopy of a photocopy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, how, you know, how far can he go? But. Yeah. Well, you know, he's. He is really into the science of this. He's got a couple of engineering degrees and, you know, his family history. They've been doing this for generations. So, you know, when I talk to him, he just really seems to know his stuff about the process. He could go on and on. I, I guess it's a, it's a, tequila, a tequila geek's uh, uh, heaven. And th this is definitely a an aficionado's tequila we've discovered, you know, Chris spirits wanted us to make sure we let y'all know this was 
this this flavor profile, this line is really, really made for the for the catador, for the connoisseur, for the you know, not necessarily the oak head, but certainly somebody who who had an appreciation for agave and what is possible with tequila. Yeah. What's still possible with with tequila these days? So, yeah, Felipe's focus is always um, on the representation of the agave however he wants to represent that. So he's more about the agave than the barrels. And uh, what he's producing here is just a beautiful expression of, you know, the highest of the Highlands agaves. This is the Añejo I'm pouring, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I went ahead and poured a little extra Añejo. Don't know why. <laughs> but I'm going to... I have been... Um, enjoying um, the 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 expressions in the in the Glencairn Copita so I'm gonna I'm gonna continue that that little uh, that little tradition of mine right now because it seems that with every every uh, expression of this line the Copita just brought out some beautiful notes and and I'm discovering that it doesn't this tequila is so good. It didn't matter if I drank it out of your shoe. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wind up with some beautiful notes one way or the other. So tonight yeah, I'm using that's really good. And yeah. I'm using my uh, my standard Glencairn whiskey glass. Uh, oh, 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 wow. Now, how long is this aged, Rick? Uh, I believe Crea Spirits told us it's aged for one year. Okay. And, and, um, uh, they also told us, I asked them, you know, how, how are these virgin barrels or these new barrels? He, he, the only thing you could say was they're very, very old barrels. And um, that's what we heard from Three Badge on Pesote as well. Right. They said there was a number that was thrown out, you know, in the article. Uh, I can cite the article if you if you all need me to cite it. But for those of you who subscribe to to uh, trade magazines, they said something like thirty or forty year barrels, thirty year old barrels, forty year old barrels. He's he's using, you know, the Completely last depleted step. barrels. <laughs> yeah, the last step for that barrel is to wind up at your supermarket as a planter. <laughs> you know that's. That's the last step. They leave Felipe's El Pandillo and they go you know, straight to Safeway. You know? I, I don't think it could even be used as a planter because by that time it's probably leaking and it would have to just be a display case or something. Oh my God. Do you, can you imagine what the floor of his warehouse looks like? Oh, that's a leaky one. Get it out of here. Can I just set up a bed behind the barrels and just lay there and get a contact high from the Oh, you know what? I bet Felipe is repurposing the, the juice he's losing. He's stealing from the angels. He's the <laughs> only guy. You're telling me that he 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 uses uh, his roof gathers rainwater, correct? Yeah. I mean that's he's using rainwater and well water with his lines. This one is is strictly his well water version. Yeah, and I bet he's fine. He's he's repurposing. The heat and the steam. He captures the radiant heat from his stills and sends it to warming tanks for the stuff that's going into the still. Who does that? Who does that? I bet. So I'm telling you right now, I bet he steals the angel share. <laughs> Rick, this is it. 
that's what he's doing. He's figured out a way to, to steal from the angels. <laughs> if anyone can do it, he can. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, well, you know, if it does smell like there could be a little bit of heaven. <sighs> this is this is beautiful. Now, this and, is a little bit more amplified version of the reposado. And um, this is dark. typically this is typically more in the realm of what we would expect from a reposado. Because yes. usually producers when, you know, they're they're creating their reposado, they are, you know, really they're they're uh, making that barrel, you know, they're letting that barrel announce itself. And uh, in in Felipe's Reposado, it was just a very light touch of the barrel. And now here in the Añejo is where we really start to notice the barrel. So in Felipe's case, again, he's bucking the system. You, you and I have seen the trend where brands are making a statement with the Reposados. Particularly this year, 2017, we've seen a lot of that. In Felipe's case, he, he's making his statement with the Añejo. And wow, what a lovely nose. And But see, I'm still getting the agave. I'm still getting Absolutely. that. The, the layer at the top, the wood layer that, that I got initially in the reposado is still there, but it's just a little bit more amplified. Mm -hmm. And are you losing anything from the agave layer? Mm -mm. It's still huge. I'm still getting the pepper... And the citrus and that, you know, starchy fresh apple that I like. It it doesn't um it's not giving me the, the mezcal notes that I got in the reposado. I, I mentioned um when I tasted the mezcal, I, I had it in the uh in the uh um the prototype that we're testing from um from Chisholm Trail. And it was very, very, very reminiscent for me of a mezcal, of a reposado mezcal that had been rested maybe three months. And, I, and I've never had that happen to me before with a, with a tequila. Um, this one, I, I'm getting more wood notes, but I'm not losing any of that agave. Yeah. No, this is, this añejo is more agave forward than a lot of reposados. Yeah, I I just I, you know, just when you think that this guy cannot surprise you anymore, look at the legs and tears on that thing. I, my lighting's not the greatest, but everything is is beautifully clinging to the glass in a natural way. Um, we know that Felipe does not uh, rectify uh, any of his tequilas. There are no additives, no coloring. I mean, if we're to believe his barrel management, he's looking for the most ancient barrel in the world. And, and using that to age his tequilas, because he's all about his agave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a purist. This is really lovely. The, the wood notes have now settled in. Uh, um, this is more, like you said, Rick, it, this is more, uh, more of what you expect from, from reposados these days. Yeah. And, and maybe we should call this a true añejo at this point. I mean, him being a purist and all, maybe this is what this is what an añejo should have always tasted like. It shouldn't it shouldn't lean toward the Jack Daniels and Jim Beam, you know, flavor profile. It should still carry that agave uh, punch. Yeah, you know, I wonder if there's 
if there's ever going to be a real true target for that. Because, you know, you well know from the history of tequila that, you know, the barreled expressions were a fluke of the first export, right? Well, um, the other the other thing that the the uh, the stories that I have heard it was that Herradura invented reposado. They they started they started resting tequila and Jack Daniels barrels because they knew at some point they were they were missing the whiskey drinker, and so they wanted to bring them into the fold. And so they the, they purposely started resting in whiskey barrels, uh, so to get more whiskey notes, and that was actually um, uh, the matriarch's idea in Herradura before they sold the Brown Foreman. So um, you know it was it was done on purpose. And so here, what's with that story about the uh, the person? Was it in New Mexico? wanted uh, tequila shipped up and they're like well we don't have anything to put it in and so he said well i'll send down some barrels and you can put it in that well the, the what i know for sure here's what i know for sure uh three and a half ba- barrels of vino mezcal were delivered from tequila to just north of santa fe and and, and it's a it's a town san juan pueblo and uh it, it, it was it, it was there's three and a half barrels. So yeah, they were they were used to transport. After that, I don't know anything about the rest of the story. What I know is that they were they were exported into into the United States, well, into New Mexico territory thirty nine years before New Mexico became a state. So uh, that's what I know about and it was the Sousa family, by the way. That's what I know about that. But to to purposely rest tequila in barrels for exportation to attract a specific drinker, that was Herradura. That was their idea. You know, the, the barrels at that time were just a mode of transport, not necessarily a mode of a purposeful mode of aging. So that I guess that's where they draw where we draw the line. Um, so I know one half of the story and I've heard the other half of the story from somebody who was actually there. Um, and that it was a matriarch's idea to do that. And everybody thought she was nuts until, until they started attracting the drinker. And eventually they attracted Brown Foreman and a resident. <laughs> you know, um, I am getting, I'm still getting fruit notes. I'm getting everything that I got originally in the Blanco, yeah. and it, and I think it's almost as if the the whatever tannins this barrel has left, it's it's what's what's bringing not the alcohol, it's what's bringing up the 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 agave notes. It's it's really odd. It's it's almost like the agent. Uh, you know, we say that the, the, the alcohol is part of the flavor profile. But there's there's minimal alcohol, and it's almost as if the the barrel notes, the tannins, or whatever's left in there, is what's bringing you the agave notes. That's yeah. how I'm. I'm not getting much of a of a tannin effect. Um, I am noticing that for me, the barrel notes are skewing a bit more towards the bitter end. You know, like the um, 
like when we're talking about French oak and we talk about you know the, the dark chocolate and okay and, um, well yeah I, I'm, in getting that more, area. I'm getting more caramel some honey stuff we're kind of used to having like you said in a reposado these days yeah I'm not I'm not finding the uh, you know usually with a, a reposado, with an añejo done in you know used bourbon and whiskey barrels I would expect it to be a bit more caramely and uh, you know a bit more vanilla a bit sweeter than what I'm actually getting here yeah they're much more subtle much more on the mm. subtle and it's great and you know I don't mean that as you know as a detraction at all it's just describing the profile for our viewers wow oh my god you know um would you say, Rick, that oak heads would be disappointed? Those severe, traditional oak heads that lean toward the whiskey and the and the bourbon. Yeah, you know, if that's what they're looking for, and they're looking for that in this line, then I don't know that I would direct them to this in Yeho. Maybe we'll find that when we do the XA. But uh, you know, for me, the barrel notes are still—it's still done with a light touch. Yeah. And and really, that's that's the bottom line. That that uh, although I would say the color, it, it's much more uh, appropriate, I think, for for añejos and and even some reposados. But it's still really a light touch on 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 your um, on your blanco, you know, because you're still getting blanco notes. And in these days, it's practically unheard of. You know, you don't yeah. you don't you don't see that a whole lot. Um, one more time, Rick. I can't. I can't stress this enough, man. Brand of Promise nominee promise. in the Añejo category for for instant legacy. Um, what a beautiful, what a beautiful expression of uh, of a tequila. Period. Just it. It almost. It, you know, if you just sit with this tequila, it kind of takes you back, and it makes you wonder if maybe that's how they used to be, you know, yeah. in, in, in yeah, the old. This is not, this is not an añejo that's saying, I want to grab those bourbon drinkers and make them happy. You know, this is, this proudly says, I am a tequila. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Uh, I totally agree. That is our take on the Terralta añejo. Uh, one year añejo. If you stay with us, you will be, enjoying our extra añejos coming up and there's a couple of surprises with with añejo extra añejo number one and extra añejo <laughs> a number special two. guest, our special uh, guest. the añejo at uh, old town where uh, you can order it and have it shipped to you uh it's currently running 57 dollars for the añejo um, again, worth every penny it, but it, uh, as we as we mentioned before if you're looking for a heavier oaked version of a tequila, you you that this may not be the one you want. But for those of you who are who are adventuresome and are looking to really you know uh, see what what a tequila can be like, and and still carry those agave notes forward as opposed to masking them instead of instead of you know using the barrel for for what it is, adding an extra layer of complexity. This is your tequila right here right there i'm mike morales here in san antonio that young man over there is rick levy in san diego 
You've been watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe. If you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes, go ahead and subscribe. You won't miss anything. You will be a very happy camper. And as we like to say here, Tequila Aficionado at HQ, Tomar Sabiamente. Sip wisely.